Okay, let's do this. So, um, hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Chatter. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by William Steele back on the show to talk about something new and cool, as he is always doing. Uh, Will, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Josh. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. Um, so, represent.dev. Um, give me the elevator pitch. Give it in 60 seconds, then we'll go deeper. Sweet. So, represent.dev uh, is the domain. Uh, where our web application is hosted. Um, <clears throat> so Represent is a civic media platform that was developed initially by myself. And then um, I took two, we took two co-founders in, and now all three of us are working on the project uh, relatively full-time. Um, and uh, you might be wondering, like, what is a civic media platform? So a civic media platform is kind of like social media's cousin, uh, except it's entirely focused on uh, rather how our company is developing our civic media platform, uh, which we believe is the first of its kind, uh, is oriented towards users being able to, to the best of their ability, participate more effectively in the democratic process of their country. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much what, what, what it all entails. We're still, because we're very early as a startup, we're still, um, exploring a lot of what that means and a lot of, there's a lot to, to understand actually, uh, or rather I've had the fortune of learning a lot about just how much people know about our political system, specifically here in, in America, specifically here in South Texas. Um, and that has been one, both very illuminating, uh, especially from the, the stance of what I'm developing and, and how we're developing. Um, but uh, also just in general, like it's, it's very interesting. Uh, and we can kind of, we'll, we'll break into that and kind of what that means uh, um, here in a little bit. Um, but the basic functionality of the application right now is that you can sign up as a user. Um, we're only open to two cities here in two cities and two counties here in Texas for right now, uh, as we continue to try to seek um, a good fit with with different users and and the market. Um, but you can sign up, and you have a feed that is generated based on objects called TOAs. Uh, you can just think of them as all posts. Right now, um, you create something called a topic of address. And that topic of address is then posted to either a current account that is a representative, be it the mayor, city councilman, uh, city councilwoman, um, the county sheriff here in the United States, um, uh, the county tax assessor collector's office. There's many, many, as we all know, uh, the government is very dynamic. There's a lot of offices that have several different responsibilities uh, that are partitioned amongst them. And uh, you can make a post and it will find its way to the right person. Um, initially, the platform, we allowed you to pick who you wanted it to go to. Uh, we actually found that it was very, very difficult for people to articulate a topic for a representative to address when they fully didn't understand even the role that certain officials held in office. Um, an example, um, uh, Josh, in where you live, uh, right now where you vote out of 
Name me three public offices that are held. Oh, man. I'm in London. There's a lot of public offices. Um, well, there's mayor. There's, okay. Yeah, well, mayor, councillor, privy councillor. Um, okay. Yeah. There we go. So let's just start there. Let me ask you this. Do you know what the responsibilities of the mayor are to the people of London in detail? Like, do you know if you had a question about there's a stoplight out on this street or I want better... Uh, I want more trees in a particular park in downtown London. You know, how do we advocate for that? Do you know if that falls under the purview of the mayor? A lot of that's probably the local council, not the mayor. Because like, right, cause but... it's split up into like, uh, like, yeah, council districts, like London's not like, so like all the, all the, all the people in London, like in all the, this we all vote for it, but then it's, um, like the councils have a districts. lot have a lot to do yeah the districts have a lot to do with like that sort of stuff Although exactly not so the park. but yeah i'm not so sure it, exactly it's difficult i mean like realistically no citizen in the modern era of how much information is available has the actual time to go through and understand the nuances of how their local government and municipal government is structured in detail and understand the responsibilities of every office. So we were running into that problem initially, right? Because we had built a great platform that people um, were finding intuitive to use. But when they had to pick who their problem went to, there was like a confusion, maybe an embarrassment of, is this the wrong person? Is this the right person? Um, so that was a huge learning step for us because then we ended up developing um, an artificial intelligent, uh, pretty much an algorithm that that used AI to determine based on where you're at, which office would be the most likely office to hold those responsibilities that you're asking. Um, and we've tested this on a very wide range of subjects and topics, and that has really allowed us to refine um, what office is suggested and also even to create the notion of a suggested office, right? Um, because what, 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 what we're getting at here is we're initially asking users, hey, come out, express and articulate yourself. You know, articulate your opinion. What do you have to say? If you have something to say, say it. Um, this is a place where you can do that and your opinion won't be targeted or attacked because there's no commenting on posts. You can just contribute posts and upvote posts. And what this allows, uh, what we believe it allows is for an aggregation of sentiments in an area about particular topics that they find important. And that's very, very important for local government, right? You can assume any government. Uh, at any level or any scope would find it very important to understand what exactly the issues of the people that they represent are. Um, and that's what we're trying to achieve. We, uh, we believe that there is not a, a great way to consolidate this information. Um, don't get me wrong. Town halls are great. It's great to participate in local government processes, but it's archaic. Like town halls are so old. Yeah. Why is there not better technology that allows people who are work? Some of the most important people that might have the most important opinions on society, on your local community might be very busy people, you would imagine. And it might be difficult for them to make an appearance at city hall or town hall. So why not give them the opportunity to on their own time, consolidate and articulate these opinions and and put them in an area where others around them can go and see and, not only learn, but also participate. Mm. So, 
essentially you've like this the the, the model really really um, intrigues me so you've trained something that like you so say i go on and i go hey there's like i don't know there's too many potholes on this road mm-hmm. and it will it'll like tell me where the complaint needs to be like forwarded to it'll suggest an office so likely okay. what we found is specifically with infrastructural issues depending on if your local government has an engineering department or a transportation department. Those are two usually the normally suggested offices. Uh, those are the two normally suggested offices that we've received back in our tests. And um, we actually currently, this is live now. So as users continue to create, now you don't have to worry about where it goes. All you have to worry about is so easy, a title for your, the thing that you would like addressed and then a body and you can elaborate. Um, we jokingly made it, you need a minimum of 140 characters uh to kind of like joke with joke about twitter um because we believe that it takes a lot of characters and should there is no place where it's incentivized for there to be a long form articulate discussion about nuanced topics regarding government and politics and i believe in the power of the written word so tremendously i believe that when people are writing something there's some there's there's a reason why all the greatest documents in history are written documents and why they went through multiple edits and multiple iterations and processes because they were subject to different opinions, different perspectives, and they found their final form to be um, the most presentable form and also the best suited to solve issues or problems. Uh, examples of some of these documents are um, the Articles of Confederation, you know, uh, the uh, Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Magna Carta. These are all examples of that process occurring. We need a modern one that takes place on the internet, and we don't have one. Um, this this is the first that we'll, we'll be able to do that, and I think hopefully it will help to start like a precedence amongst general citizens, general democratic citizens to understand like, hey, things can be done a different way, and I can participate in a way that's effective. Um, and I can also learn more and, and and do more from my phone, which is always with you or from your laptop. You know, it's a, it's a web application right now. Um, so so we really we really believe that, uh, especially with activists right now, we're, we're in contact with a lot of different activists. We're finding them to be a user who really is great at providing us feedback at this stage. Um, and uh, we're really excited to move forward with them because, uh, as I mentioned to you a little bit off air, uh, we have been working since launch. We launched in May, late May, and um, it was a wonderful process just to get to launch. It was an, it was an, it was a very fun. This is my first um, technology product that I, I've successfully been able to take to market. Um, but since then, we've gotten a lot of great feedback. One of them was that idea of like, you know, removing the who it's going to. Um, and then later, as you we, we predict that later as users get more and more knowledgeable, especially with their municipality, their state and their country's uh, laws and other topics of address, because there's going to be a wide range of users on this on this platform. Right. Technically, our potential market is everyone that's of voting age or getting ready to be a voting age in a democratic country, right? Um, so that's a huge market. Uh, that's a massive market. Um, 
there's a lot of different professions. There's going to be lawyers, there's going to be doctors, there's going to be people in politics, there's going to be people working for the local um, uh, waste disposal services, there's going to be people that are writers, there's going to be journalists, there's going to be a very wide range of people. And I really like that because as we continue to grow and gain more versatile users, they get to share very nuanced opinions, right? So you might end up having an example is um, I know a lawyer that works uh, specifically on patents and things like that. And it's very difficult for uh, the USPTO to acknowledge the requests sometimes of, uh, if you will, it's very difficult for them to acknowledge different stances on how they've written legislation regarding patents. Okay. So if let's say for an example on the platform, a great patent attorney was able to very well articulate themselves in, you know, several hundred words, um, potentially, you know, a thousand, 2000, 3000 words, the current state of that patent and why this law works against regular citizens and in, in advantage of large corporations, that's a huge opinion to be able to share and articulate in one place. And for people to be able to objectively read and uh, and for themselves be like, you know what? I want this to be addressed by the patent office. I, I need a form. I want a formal response from their director to come on and, and s- s- rebut this. This is a serious concern that I have that I didn't even know existed because a lot of us aren't filing patents, right? It's not a usual process. You have to be a very particular, you have to have a very particular role in society to be filing patents. Um, And so what you allow is for people in different niche areas to bring to light issues that are very relevant to them or could potentially be really very relevant to those around them that they support. Uh, and, And it allows for a place of accountability because it's on a public platform. Okay. Sorry, I I just wanna I wanna like take a sec and just get like a, a, go back to the basic overview of this for people because um, I remember I was confused and I'm starting to get it now. But when you first told me about this, I was like, okay, but how does this work? Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got this pulled up. Um, how can I show you this? Ah, yes. Okay, so I've pulled up the video, um, and I'm going to narrate it for people who are not watching, but is this backwards for you, or can you see this? Nope, I can see it. Wonderful. Okay, so, um, yeah, we'll go through the video here. Um, so, the topic of address. So, that's the name of the post, right? So, the topic... Yep, just... Yep. Yeah, so then this is what the topic of address is, and it kind of looks like a tweet, in a way, or any social media post, um, you know. It's got your profile picture. You've got the name, the title of the thing. So this is, um, then you've got TOA, and that's like whoever you maybe suggest to be input. And then um, you've got your thing, and then this is Concerned Citizen. Right, okay, so i got questions here. Yes, um, okay. yes, yes, go ahead. So first off, how do you, how can, how do people sign up for this in a way that like proves they're a citizen? Yes, so... Right now, because we're we're limited to where we're at, there's several different things. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail as to how we're doing it, because then people will game it. <laughs> because we don't have too we don't have a lot of resources to spend uh, extravagantly on me being able to publicly state it, because it'll make the amount of people that can very very small yeah. because of the amount of resources. But long story short, we use a combination of 
IP address, email verification, phone verification, and we pull through several different APIs that help us to verify that that person is who they say they are. It's not perfect. There's nothing right now that exists that's absolutely perfect. I mean, Facebook spends billions every year fighting this. Um, Twitter, as you know, spends a lot of money trying to you know, get down bots, things like that. Yeah. Um, but we feel like we do a pretty good job. And um, just being transparent, since we don't have a tremendous amount of users yet, um, I'm able to, and the team is able to personally go through and look at interaction patterns mm. and then um, do additional verification, whether it's through a phone call and, and talking to the person on the phone, just checking in um, uh, and different things like that okay. uh, to see if there's any unusual behavior. Um, but I will say this, if I may, may I explain what's going on with the post? Um, yeah, sure. Um, sure. But I just wanted to get one more thing in as well. So yep, go ahead, um, go ahead then is uh, do you in any way like is there a limit to how often you can post or like what's to stop people like spamming basically yeah definitely um right now there's a couple things in place that prevent like rapid spam like because we just actually don't want to that's a lot of money processing money to us (laughs) since we're still a small startup so there's certain restrictions that are on there but the likelihood that I think that someone using this platform with good intent and regular intent would would hit those in a natural way is is not very high. Um, you really do have to be like a robot trying to, uh, you have to be a program trying to spam like posting. Um, and then you'll kind of send off some some flags in the background to us and we'll be able to be notified and, and hop on and make those corrections. Okay. Then, okay, so what, what were you going to explain about the post then? Yeah. So you noticed the profile picture. Yeah. Um, one of the key things to note about our platform is that it's anonymous. Uh, the profile picture that you're looking at is actually Mayor Mayor Cowan. And he's the mayor of Brownsville. Okay. And that's who the post is addressed to. So the person that wrote this, the only thing that you could see that identifies them is that sign off, the concerned citizen. And that's not very um, personally identifiable. No. Uh, so, so you, you as a citizen are protected. And that's one thing that we have continued to think is a very big priority as a company is that the anonymity of users is protected, but they are verified users because we want the concerns to come from real people about their communities. Because right now you're only able to post on the platform to a municipal level to your county, to your district, and to your uh, city. Um, As we continue to expand, we have the functionality to allow for a state posting level. And um, and then in other countries, it would be province, right? Or or, uh, a region, and then a federal or national level. Um, And we do have the database for a lot of those politicians built out here in the United States. but for right now, we're just focused on local. We want people to start local. We want to gain traction locally. We want people to understand the problems in their community, work through it, because local politics are usually not um, bipartisan, mm. right? Usually it's it shouldn't be. Um, it should just be like local issues going on with, with local people. Um, and we have been thinking a lot about how to tackle that issue specifically here in the United States. How do you prevent a platform from becoming, you know, way too right or way too left or to be obviously pushing a specific type of agenda? Like these are things that are 
are very, very important for us to understand um, uh, and for us to to handle correctly. And we really do want both sides to have. We, we what you don't want is a bunch of people from a particular group uh, or or having particular agenda signing up and then flooding the platform so that it discourages others that only see posts that might be related to that particular perspective. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, what's um, the, so yeah, that, that's, that's my next question is like, what's to stop that? Um, well, realistically right now, the only thing that stops it is the fact that there is no um, bipartisan local politics, usually from what, from what I understand. Hmm. Um, and so right now, because we're restricted to lo- local interaction only what our goal is is to build outward outwardly locally and then once we have a very high volume of a lot of different people from local areas then you can start to measure that and open the state post the ability to post to state officials and state offices to those areas where there's a high volume based on that population of that of that um, locality and uh, you could then safely assume especially if that locality is, is balanced um, uh, based on you know external data uh, that like let's say in london there's like equal parts democrats and republicans right that's just you know just a way to say it yeah. then if you have a high volume of london people um, on the platform, then and you open it up to be able to post at a state level, then you could m- maybe safely assume an experiment. Again, a lot of this will be experimentation because uh, nothing like this quite exists yet. Um, so we're in new frontier. Um, but if you open it up, our assumption is that it would be balanced postings um, from both sides. And there, as you can tell from the post, there's no dislike button. That's very intentional because as a citizen, We believe it that it's not your responsibility on this particular platform to dislike or push down other ideas. What the goal of the platform is to do is to bring to the very top the ideas of most concern. And then for us to use AI to find what the opposite minority view of that is and then measure those and show them, right? So let's say that... uh, uh, an example would be uh, right here. We have a post that says, how can the city help fund new citizenship applications? And we get a hundred votes for that. And then we have one that says 10 votes for maybe the post says we, the city should not be funding um, citizenships or, or, you know, these particular things. Um, when, we want to be able to show the municipal government both of those things. And we also want for citizens to be able to have the opportunity to turn over their identifying information to their local municipal government saying, this is how I feel about this. Because what we're starting to get into now is um, what, what you're seeing here are topics of address or particular post type. What we've rolled out in the last week are actual actionable data objects on our platform called petitions. So, Petitions are normally done written, mm. right? And that can be very tedious and very difficult to go, you know, knocking on a, a 200 doors in a day to get written um, uh, sign- signatures for a particular petition. And in most municipal municipalities, it has to be on the same page with that paragraph of what the petition is on the same page to, to verify the person that was signing knew what they were signing, right? Um, this could be modernized and there's platforms that do do this, right? There's like change.org 
but they, they, there's no place with the central feed of these relevant petitions or TOAs turned into petitions because they gained enough traction and enough uh, iteration on what they're trying to say through time um, for people to see and for people to participate in in one central place. Um, so that's kind of what our new, our latest feature was actually. We rolled out the petition functionality so that um, even if you're not on the platform, let's say that I see you at an event and I talk about this thing and you're like, hey, how do I like sign that? Well, if you're already, if the, if the person that was talking about it already has an account, they can just go to the petition page and then they can actually have that person enter their email, their first and last name, acknowledge the terms and sign for the petition. Um, and what that allows us to do is it allows people that uh, e even are not familiar with the platform yet to get to see it first and then to be able to participate in it immediately without us asking for anything crazy. Yeah, I, I, that sounds really cool. Word of warning, we have this in the UK, or at least we did. I'm not sure if they actually brought it back. They, they turned it off for a while during COVID because petitions weren't important anymore. But um, <laughs> but they, there was like a, a petition online, like a parliament petition thing where it passed a certain threshold. It had to be debated in parliament, basically. Um, That's awesome. But then they turned it off. But the debates didn't really mean anything. Do you know, like there was, uh, for example, right before Brexit, um, like fully happened, happened. I mean, after the vote, like, uh, like five and a half million people like signed like a, a petition to stop it. And like, wow, obviously that wasn't going to happen, but like, you know, it, it, some of the stuff just is, is pointless. So the, the petitions themselves, I mean, it's, it's a really cool idea and maybe you'll use it differently than we did. And maybe it'll be more, I don't know, maybe it'll be more in, impactful through your platform, but yeah, the petitions don't always work. They can have their debate and discuss it and see it and just ignore it. So yes. And, and that's what you're getting at is actually a really great thing. Um, the action, the goal for the petition was for there to be action. The action was that it was debated, but what about the resolution? Oh, there was no, there was no, they, there was no, nothing written into, like they wrote it into law, basically that they had to have a debate about it. Um, but then, um, yeah, they stopped that. That's where, that's where the buck stopped, right? Yeah. It was like, they had to, that's all they had to do. Yes. So what what the goal of the platform is, is eventually to allow for the change that is impacted to be tracked as well. So what you start to see is that, let's say that petition for Brexit, right, was signed and it was addressed to a particular official or a particular office that an official was an incumbent of. And they debated it, but there was no action. There was no resolution. And they, they didn't even acknowledge in a response to the petition hey, this was the debate and this is what happened. Well, that post and that petition sits outstanding on their profile on our platform and it stands unaddressed. So the official has to address the petition or the TOA directly in a written response as well. And they can say, hey, this is what I did. Here's a link to the debate on YouTube. I stood up for it. I did my best to defend it. And now what we have is accountability of a representative to the, to the people. But let's say no action happened after that. Then that's, it becomes very clear to everyone, all the 5.5 million that signed and got 
the notification for the response back from their petition that it was addressed read that it was debated and there was no impact. Now, when they go to vote next time, they have that weight in mind. Mm. What it allows is for people to start seeing an accountable public track record of officials, their stances on things, their responses to things, their actions. And as we continue to grow as a platform and users demand different types of functionality, we've already had suggestions for, for several of them, a lot of them being funding records. Um, we're able to centralize and make these in one place and make it very intuitive for citizens to access. Yeah, that's right the now, a lot problem. of these is a lot of these processes to access information are convoluted. Mm. It's almost and like so, it's almost like it's on purpose, Will. Right? Yeah. It's almost yeah, like they don't want some... us to to really be able to easily see who's funding them. Like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so and so there's there's it could be funding. It could be discussions right yeah um, records. yep records um meeting records you know certain officials do have to post like who came and had appointments at their office and what the name of these people are um so there's a lot of information that could be um centralized and made very easy for citizens to access and then for citizens to be able to uh start a dialogue and begin the dialogue and initiate the biggest part is a tool to initiate the dialogue so that they can continue to refine and articulate different things um, uh, regarding how they feel about policy, how they feel about their, their municipality, how they feel about their state and how they feel about their federal government. Yeah. So like, look, they've got, um, they, we do have this in the UK again, beat you to you man but i get the uh, your point that this is all going to be more centralized and easier to, to search through in your in your thing but um hang on let me hide this while i actually do my uh postcode so people don't see <laughs> um not that i think i've got any um creepy stalker fans but you never know <laughs> um sorry so this is my MP, so it shows you voted for a mixture of for and against reduction in spending welfare benefits, um, generally voted for more EU integration, um, voted against an equal number of electors per parliamentary constituency, um, voted against reducing central government funding of local government. Like it gives you a very, very good record. And then you've got like recent appearances. It's a fantastic, fantastic way to hold your government to account. And uh, I like the idea that this may all be in one place alongside like the ability to get in touch with politicians. So like, and, and I know I was thinking this, right? The whole, the whole of the first time that I was um, listening to you talk about this is like, w what incentive is there for um, local politicians? Basically like what, what is their incentive to use your platform? Cause like, cause yeah, so they could just be like, oh, well, that's just some silly little social media platform that thinks it can change the world. No offense, but... <laughs> no, no, that's a very real that's a very real response that we've gotten from officials. Yeah. So, so like, what's what's your response to that? Like, what 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 is the, the reason that they would should want to be and use your platform? There's a few different things that we offer to, to incumbents in particular. I think to candidates, we offer a really, really great opportunity for them to acknowledge things that 
their potential constituents would like for them to acknowledge. Um, I, I've, I've, I, I've, the response from incumbents versus the response from candidates are very different. Uh, candidates are very excited and they want to get on the platform as soon as possible. And some incumbents are the same way. Other incumbents are very, very busy. And it's not that they don't care about the platform or care what people want to say. It's just that they're very busy and they need to be convinced. Um, and so what I say to those candidates is if you sign up and you log in and there's topics of address that have great traction that are written out to you, what is that? Is there a better platform for you to be able to use to articulate a very good response that now stays in a public place of record as a track record of your ability to articulate and to, to politic, right? To do what your job is um, and to make a very personal connection with every single one of those users that upvoted it and an even more personal connection with the user that wrote it, right? Imagine, uh, these are really future examples, but imagine like a Supreme Court judge acknowledges your topic of address or the president of the United States in his office acknowledges one of your topics of address. You're going to have a different opinion about that person. They took the time to respond to you. So you as a citizen are gonna have much more of a commitment. It, it's, a, it's a new way, it, it's, it's, an, it's a very powerful way for, for incumbents to develop rapport and relationship with their constituents um, in a way that uh, I don't think is currently available. You can write an email back to one person, right? You can acknowledge one letter from, from a person. This is the most effective way to do that because in that one response letter back, if you will, to an individual, you're also responding simultaneously to the potentially thousands of others that have upvoted that post. Hmm. On top of that, there's data that we ask. Um, there's, there's future functionality that we have planned where you can essentially submit your 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 data to your representative like hey you know this representative requests to know like where you're at you know what party you're affiliated with um the different things like that right um where the location uh, where you vote from is um and how you voted last time would you like to participate in providing that information to them um you know different different data is very important and it's a, a great way to um show the first incumbent users the value and the potential future value that we'll be able to have as uh, as a company and as a platform for them yeah yeah no i see i see what you mean so it's it's once once you hit like a critical mass of of users like it's there's no better way to get the pulse of of like what what ideas are most popular basically exactly without <clears throat> theoretically hopefully uh without excuse yeah that's the challenge that's the challenge to us computer scientists yeah yeah so uh, it's a really really fun challenge uh it's a great um how will you it's a great problem for, how will you account for demographic differences on the platform versus like just the how the breakdown of 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 uh of the municipality or the state like goes like will are will you be like using polling methods to try and like work that out and potentially 
So, so there's, there's different ways. Um, <clears throat> polling, polling is one. Um, that's another uh, thing that we are considering investing into developing is some polling mechanisms so that you can supply information. And, and w- the goal would be to match a sample size that's representative of the demographic of that municipality. Hmm. Um, but to me personally, my goal as the, as, as like the, the guy that's at the tip of the spear polls are great. Why can't we get to near perfect participation? Wow. Uh, Rather than having to do it, rather than doing a sample size, why not get all of the people that are on the platform? Why not get all the people that are in the municipality to get on the platform and use it again? It's very idealistic. I understand that. Um, but the, that's my goal. My goal is how can I build a platform that's so good and that people feel good using and walk away from feeling satisfied. That's another, uh, it's more, more into the design and more into the user experience that, that we focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how that kind of cruddy feeling sometimes, uh, I know I get it after using Instagram for a little too long yeah. uh, and I feel drained and, and gross. How can I avoid that with represent? How, how can we, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, delete and uninstall and then reinstall when you got a post. <laughs> or just delete um, the Instagram. <laughs> I mean, yep, yep. I did it. it. It was fine. No, no, I agree. I agree. It's 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 a there's there's just got to eventually be a better way to use these things. Mm. Um, and so what we're trying to do with represent is is that same idea. Like, how can someone that sits on and decides to invest thirty minutes or forty five minutes of their day on this platform, how can they feel amazing after they walk away from it? How can they be like, wow, yeah, I just finished writing a TOA that took me 30 minutes to articulate really well. Um, and I hope makes a, an impact and a difference in my community. And and I'm going to share it right now. I'm going to post it to my Twitter. I'm going to post it to my Instagram, my Facebook. I'm going to share it, ask others to get on there and, and upvote it and to participate and maybe create another TOA that's even better, more refined. Mm-hmm. Um, and our platform will use um, large language models to help recommend and to capture uh, similar posts that you to the one that you're creating and show them to you before you post. Okay. I thought you were going a different way with that. And I was like, that could get dangerous. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, suggest the language of the post itself. And I was like, Ooh, no, that's that's a a dangerous road to go down. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that that is a, a great, I think that the challenge of asking people themselves to practice in the, in the process of writing and the process of, self-articulation is actually going to be very important to the long-term health of the democracy. Mm. I, I think that if we let generative AI in too far to the process of self-governance, uh, it would actually become potentially a detriment to the long-term health of that government itself and that, and that, that democratic. Amen. Yeah. Do- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> let's do it no. um, there's 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 certain things that you you have to be responsible for you have to take total ownership of and i think that your opinion especially if you're articulating an issue that's regarding like a lot of lives a lot of livelihood you know policies dictate livelihoods mm-hmm. they dictate so much of of what is around us and mm-hmm. how we live safety i mean if we didn't have certain electrical um uh, mandates 
there'd be house fires galore. Mm. You know, if we didn't have building inspectors held to a certain level of accountability and fire departments and different institutions and, and, and parts of a healthy democracy, if we didn't hold them accountable ourselves with our own words and our own observations. We're doing our, 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 our community and our, our government a disservice. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, um, it's, it's interesting you start talking about this because I was, I was watching um, the film Darkest Hour um, about, about Winston Churchill. Um, it's got Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill. Like I didn't, I I watched the entire film and did not realize it was Gary Oldman. He's in like a load of prosthetics and and stuff, but like he does an incredible job, right? Um, and um, I just want to show you like a bit, and then I'll Don't. talk about why this is amazing to me. But first, I've got to find the the clip. But um, whilst I find this, um, the what do you think? Because I was I was gonna Google this right while you were talking. It's like right, okay, so you want to get you're you're aiming for mass representation. You're aiming for like mass, 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 mass adoption, right? What do you think? And people people listening at home can try this too before we figure it out. What do you think the most used social media platform in the United States is? Probably Facebook. You think Facebook? I would I would assume Facebook. Maybe you're right. <laughs> I think it might be Instagram, though. But let's. It, it just depends on what metric. It depends on what metrics you're tracking. Um, yeah. If you're talking like total users, yeah, total users. I would say I would say Facebook in the United States. Now, I would say in terms of use time, and and time on platform net, I would probably assume Instagram. It's no, just no, such I'd an say appeal. Tic, I'd say TikTok blows it out the water. Oh uh, yes, I do forget about TikTok. Yes, I'm I not think, an avid TikToker. No, I don't have it. I don't want that poison in my phone. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. So yeah, you might be right on that, especially because the younger generation has a lot more time to spend, and they spend a lot of it on TikTok. You, you're you're probably right on use hours. Let's have a look. Probably, uh, probably the talk. Let's show you while I'm doing this. Show <clears throat> uh, camera. Okay. So, um, biggest social media apps 2023. Um. Facebook, you called it, 2.74 billion active users. TikTok has only got 689 million active users. Interesting. WeChat? Oh, hang on. This is worldwide. This is worldwide. This isn't the United States. Okay. That's still very interesting, though. I was hoping we'd get America. Um <laughs> It's probably indicative. Yeah, but I just I want to I want to know because I it's also hard to tell because bots, you know. Um, yeah, and well, I that's that's the yeah. Okay, right. Let's look. Like this is what it said in 2019. Okay, this isn't. Uh, but but I'm just I'm, I'm just interested in the figure, right? So well, we've got 169 million people, 170 million people as of 20 September. Two. Like almost half the population. So that's like half the population. Is that enough for represent? to be effective in the way you hope i think that i mean that's a great start um that, that would help us tremendously if we had 179 million users um uh but 
I think that we're different in Facebook in the sense that a lot of the people that probably are off of Facebook are not using Facebook. Um, I'd be curious to know why the, 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 the rest of that other remaining half of the population is, but I think we can get very, I think we can get more numbers than that. Um, because I think the use time will be different. I think that the reason why people are signing on and being a part of the platform will be a lot different. Um, and I think that we can work effectively with municipal and state and federal governments to help create campaigns to show eventually once we get enough uh, users and traction and we work with governments to help facilitate users and, and to help to establish, you know, potential standards in how civic medias operate um, and a lot of other things. I have really great hopes for, I think, what the platform can do and how we can work with governments to help drive democratic processes much more effectively. I even see this in the use of voting eventually. I see I see integration of blockchain systems for blockchain voting, for public ledger voting. Um, I see a, a lot of really cool things, um, but all that starts with how can we help local governments and local municipalities operate more effectively and for their offices and their representatives to understand what the issues of their people are and to understand um, which ones are of most concern. That's priority number one. Uh, and, and we're working a lot with, like I said, activists um, uh, and uh, uh, different government offices, both in Brownsville and in Austin, Texas right now. We just opened up to Austin last, like probably like four days ago, five days ago. That's so cool, man. What's our usership you've got? Are you allowed to say? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, uh, but in terms of like usership, uh, a lot of our users are from Brownsville right now um, okay. because that's where we launched. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, in 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 details, I can't like talk like super super highly detailed about it. Um, but uh, we have uh, we we got about like 50, 60 users at launch. And then, you know, progressively every week since then we've gained like, you know, another five to 10, 15, depends on if we had an event, if we went to a particular place. Um, we have been getting very high quality TOAs, which is really exciting for us. And this was before we made that adjustment to remove who it's addressed to. Um, so there was some first, uh, it was probably because if I had to attribute it is there's a lot of like very big business owners in, in, Brownsville that were at launch and um, were very shortly followed up post-launch. And in this community where I live down in South Texas, a lot of the more politically active individuals are business owners because um, they have a reason to be politically active. Um, I'm personally really excited to see what happens with Austin because large, I mean, we just don't have a city like that down where I live. Um, Brownsville is only like population is like 250,000 people. Um, Austin is millions uh, and you get a major university there. You have many different, uh, there's so many more uh, entities vying for attention and vying for power and vying for different things. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see how the platform is leveraged and used uh, in that city. I'm really excited to, to get, to, to really get down and work there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, uh, so basically, uh, from what I'm understanding, you're hoping to sort of kick the platform off using its ability for people to address, like, like municipal issues, like things like, you know, just stuff that's broken, basically, or things that they want yeah. to see done in their local area. 
and then like by using that you can build up a base of users and then start to like the toas will become more of a thing as the usership increases basically yeah as usership increases um the toas will become higher in variety but also um more more and more the more it's used the more indicative uh, as long as we continue to build on solid principles the more indicative it is of the concerns um and the concentration uh right is is increased yeah. so like if there's a billion people on the platform and there's like one top post that is the biggest concerned issue obviously of that entire population mm-hmm. um uh and, and of course we're working on ways to make sure that those things are balanced and, and um, it's, it's more, it becomes more complicated with more users. Um, but being able to also provide eventually uh, the TOAs are the main functional use petitions is a secondary um, and potentially main function of use, depending on the type of user that you are. Um, but then there will hopefully be other things uh, like we would like to allow for candidates and for incumbents to run campaigns on the platform so that all this rapport and all this time that they've spent working with these citizens, the citizens can participate in them not being bought by large corporations, by big pharma, by all these stories we hear about all these politicians that are bought by these massive, massive, massive industries, the military industrial complex, the big pharmaceutical complex, all of these different institutions that really have no business paying our politicians We'll, we'll be able to have politicians that are active switch and convert over to being paid for by citizens and then uh, uh, even potentially allow room for like career donations. Like some politicians and some places like, like an example, Brownsville, the mayor is not a full time job. You're not paid full time to be the mayor of Brownsville. Which is bullshit, really, isn't it? It's it's to me, it's backwards. That person needs to be able to make a living so they can spend their full time and full amount of energy focused on the concerns and the issues and how to improve their local community. And if they're not paid well enough, well, we need to do like we can't just wait for. For the legal process to take place, we need to take action and we have phones, we have third-party payment systems. We have Stripe. We have Cash App. We have Venmo. We have all these amazing tools. We have the light. We need to be able yeah, we have the Lightning Network. We have crypto. We have all these ways of being able to just pay the politician directly. Like what happens, you know, like it, it could be as simple as there's, you know, there's 20, 250,000 people in Brownsville. Let's say 20,000 people were on the platform. Let's say out of that 20,000, half of them wanted to give a dollar to, uh, wanted to give $5 to the mayor. That's half, that's already more than half of his salary right there. Just in that one donation process. And all of them are supporting the mayor. Why? Because the mayor's on. He's addressing topics that are coming out. Mm-hmm. He's making video links to him. He's building and building and building and, and, and informing and participating in the process and the dialogue, mm-hmm. going out and, and doing events and making posts about those events and participating on the platform. There's got to be a way for him to get something back. And there's got to be a way for citizens to choose who they want to give to and have the ability to do so very easily with the click of two buttons on the side of their iPhone or just with inputting a card real quick. Like there's got to be ways of making things very easy, very doable Mm. and tracked so that everything is abiding by the law. Yeah. You're like trying to leverage social media to incentivize good governance. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, 
that's how it should be done. That's that I don't see. I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, as long as the company has their values and their philosophies in the right place, that's how it should be happening. Yeah, yeah, right. So this hope uh, I I envision that we're going to end on a real positive note. So this is, um, this isn't even like the clip with the best or like oration in the in the the film, but it is the best one of the best scenes from this film. And I want to talk about it a little bit so so I can bring everything back together and home. So. Uh, yeah, enjoy Gary Oldman here for a minute. Nothing heroic in going yeah. down fighting if it can be avoided. Nothing even remotely patriotic in death or glory if the odds are firmly on the former. Nothing inglorious in trying to shorten a war that we are clearly losing. Losing! Europe is still... Europe is lost. And before our forces are wiped out completely, now is the time to negotiate in order to obtain the best conditions possible. Hitler will not insist on outrageous terms. He will know his own weaknesses. He will be reasonable. When will the lesson be learned? When will the lesson be learned? How many more dictators must be wooed, appeased? Good God, give it immense privileges before we learn. You cannot reason with a tiger when your head is in its mouth. That's good. It's yep. such a good scene. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but the the whole film is like based on this idea that like Churchill like Churchill's oration and his his way with words was so like central to to his success and why why one that why he was able to convince people to to go into a war that nobody in like the British establishment you know wanted they they all said we don't want this war they wanted a lot of them wanted peace um except the people in Parliament decided otherwise because Churchill went to them, but it was his his speeches and his words that were really important. And like I was watching the House of like their their depiction of the House of Commons, like Congress, but like you know more banter. <laughs> um, you should watch Prime Minister's Questions sometime if you never have. Like just go, just YouTube it. Um, you'll enjoy it. I mean, it's not as good as it used to be because they're they're all fucking idiots. But there used to be some really great like sort of <laughs> sparring, but. Even then, like you look back at like the what the what the idea of it is before anything else, before like people jump on to like oh you know back in the day it was just a bunch of privileged men. Like look beyond that and think about what it's meant to be. It's meant to be like the great debating chamber for the ideas that shape the future of the nation. And I think we've lost the the beautiful articulation that comes along with this clash of ideas. Absolutely, that doesn't exist in politics because it became about about fame and and you know the thirty second sound bites and you know cable news and it just like it and and everything became superficial and not like and and you know the 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 real the greatest debates that you'll ever see are are about the the deepest deepest topics that that exist on the planet and. And at some point in history, or at some point in in its lifetime, like these chambers, that's what the, what actually happened within them. 
you know, like yep. when they were debating the Articles of Confederation and um, yep. and discussing like like how the U.S. system should be put up, like the months. It took and, weeks. Yeah. yeah, it took weeks to write the Constitution. It took weeks. Yeah, and the, months. The, the deep, deep debate, those clash of ideas, doesn't exist, but it does exist in some skewed up, messed up form on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on you know, Instagram's not really that, but I mean. The, you know, you know what I mean. It's it's there in the in the in the internet. It's deeply mm-hmm. in there. In, in and you know as well, as well as the sniping and the trolling and all the the memes and you know there's a lot more in there. But like the 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 most interesting discussions and debates about these things are happening on the internet. And I hope that this what you're suggesting may be a way forwards back towards that deep debate discussion of ideas that are about how we're going to govern the country and even like down to our local municipalities becomes a way that that people become more in touch with the fact that like we're talking about governance not a popularity contest yep yep and it's it's refinement towards the truth that's that's what what we I think uh, or what I feel personally, and it's a big reason why I was in, um, continue to be inspired to build this and to work on it every day. I feel like there are not very many mechanisms that allow for regular citizens who could potentially be the leaders of tomorrow and the leaders of the future. But my my, my dream, okay, so like in a platonic ideal dream, like the best case scenario, there's a young man or a young woman somewhere out there who has the potential to become a George Washington an Abraham Lincoln, you know, like just a profound, a Benjamin Frank, just a profound inquisitive mind that has the potential to become one of the greatest leaders in the world. Um, And they are able to use this platform to articulate themselves and refine the process of that. And to understand through articulation and response how their government works at a local level, work their way into that local level government by becoming a representative, and then continue to be able to leverage the platform to fund themselves with the power of their peers into the highest levels of government to do positive change for their country. That would be like a dream come true for me, um, is as I know they're out there. I know that there are so many people within, like, with great character, with with the moral, um, uh, with with the the ethics and the morality to, when the moment is most difficult, maintain a true course, a true north, and those are the people that we need leading. And if you can get those people all the tools that they can get their hands on, to be able to to do that and do that well, I think that, you know, for me as a builder, I'm doing my job in providing the technology um for that to happen and that's all like that's all i uh, i feel like uh for me i choose to build things that i think can have impact and if i'm going to build and spend time building something i want to try to build a thing that can have the most impact in a positive way um so that when i do have children my children have a great country to be raised in Uh, there's all this talk about america's on the fall america's on its way out america's down i don't see that I think that we just need the right tools and we need to be able to galvanize the right people and our country will continue to be a great country. And, and, and we're so young. We just need, we need better technology to help communicate and to, to help articulate these things. And I think that uh, 
hopefully what we're building is a is the right first step in that direction. Yeah. Um, again, like I said, our, our startup is so young and um, we still have so much to learn and to build and to do and to work with users, but we're really, uh, we're excited and every single day we're working towards that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why your thing is important to me because this, can you see this? Mm -hmm. This is the, the, this, the most disgusting graph ever. I couldn't remember exactly what the terms are. So I had to go to this Fox video I saw a long time ago, but rest in peace, Fox. He fired the, <laughs> one of the best journalists, uh, co-founder, because he wasn't going along with the crazy woke stuff. It's really sad. Matthew Iglesias. I mean, he's not right about everything, but he's a smart dude. Anyway. Um, yeah, this is the likelihood that a policy is would be enacted versus the voter support for it. <laughs> so the more wow. voters that support it is on this axis on the bottom, and the, the likelihood it would be enacted is there. So basically, it's a toying cost. A coin, a coin toss. A coin toss. A coin toss. A coin toss. <laughs> it's been a long week. Uh, yeah, Monday, long week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a coin toss um, about it. So the worst bit is that. Where is it? Let me find the bit that's awful. Oh no. Oh well, it's not here. Anyway. Very depressing, and I hope dearly that what you are building might help find some way back from that. Anyway, Will, we're going to have to wrap it up there because um, I have to go because I have so many things to do before I leave for Latitude Festival tomorrow morning. Um, nice. That sounds fun, man. Yeah, I'm fucking stoked, but yeah, busy, busy, busy. Got a pack. Got to finish off a lot of work. No worries. No worries. Get to it, brother. I appreciate you giving me the time and, and the opportunity to, to talk about it and share with everyone what we're working on, what we're building. Um, yeah, if anyone's interested in this in London or in any of Josh's listeners, if you're interested, visit our website. Uh, tweet me, you know, uh, hit me up on social media, LinkedIn, anywhere you want. Um, uh, if you want to join and develop and be a part of the team, that's another thing. Uh, if you want us to open in your area, like for the city of London, and to use the platform there, we would love to, to work on building a, a version that's suitable for that government. Um, I am no expert on UK's politics or the UK's uh, uh, structure, their political structures, their government structures. But um, if someone is and they want to work with us on getting it deployed there, we would love that. Um, we want to build this tool and hand off to as many countries as we can and, and partner with good companies in, in different areas um, for them to be responsible for their people. We believe that um, uh, represent as, as of right now, as me, the, the, the CEO and the, the, the main, the, the first founder of the company, um, I really do believe that it's not our responsibility to do the governments or to, to deploy these tools for other countries. We have no business doing that. We want to partner with companies in other countries so that they can deploy these frameworks and these tools for themselves and be responsible for the management of it themselves. Um, I, I don't, I don't agree with the influence that different social media companies have over what goes on in other countries and their issues. Uh, I think that they need to partner with a good company in that country that has a great track record that is led by great people and they need to work on it with them. Uh, that's just the way that's what I believe right now. Um, people can work to change my mind otherwise and, and try to try to convince me. But 
um, yeah, I'm an American and my business right now is working on American, the, the American government and the American process and, and how citizens interact with it there. Well, more power to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, everybody, I'll put the links for stuff in the description below. Um, thanks very much. Yep. Thanks, Josh. Hey, everyone. Thanks for making it right the way to the end of the podcast. I love that you tuned in this long. Do me a favor, hit subscribe because 80% of you bastards are not subscribing, but you're watching my videos. See you next time.